it's uh it's an episode about Mickey and Cozway. Uh, uh, okay, I'm done. I'm done making noises. You ready to start the episode? No, let's do it. Because that's going to be our cold open. Uh, Welcome to Imagine Me and Utena, a revolutionary girl Utena podcast. I'm Panda. I'm your host, and I'm here with my co-host, Alice. How you doing, Alice? I'm doing all right, actually. Today, we're watching Revolutionary Girl Utena, episode 26, Miki's Nest Box, The Sunlit Garden Arranged. I would ask you how you feel about this episode, Alice, but you have not watched it. I haven't. I've been very busy. School started, and I have to wrangle children. Alice got a fancy new job, for those of you who didn't see that on Twitter, and so that is why we've had to revise our recording schedule, but we are back at it this week, and this is a good episode. There's a lot here to talk about that happens very quickly, but I think it's going to be a good time. So, you ready to start? Uh, I think so. You said things that made me a little nervous about what's going to happen. All right. As always, we open on Akio's car. That's going to be our new opening motif for this arc of the show. But what makes this episode different in that regard is that the sunlit garden is playing in the background. Akio and Toga are talking and Akio needs somebody to get engaged to Anthe because he doesn't want Utena to be engaged to Anthe anymore and Toga said I thought that Utena was your golden goose and Akio says that uh, she's only a golden goose so long as she lays golden eggs and we cut to a shot of Mickey playing piano being perfect of course he just he just wants to play piano and that, that's all he wants to do he's just a soft sweet piano boy we're looking at some girls panning across like a still shot they're all looking up what are they looking up at Kozaway. Kozaway is on a ledge kinda and she's got a bird's nest in her arms and everybody's like Kozaway, just forget about the birds you're gonna fall and Mickey shows up and he's like Kozaway, what the fuck and then Kozaway falters and starts to fall oh, oh, oh. and she falls and that's how Kozue dies JK Yay. the next uh, scene is Mickey carrying Kozue on his back and Anthony and Utena are walking with them and they're talking about the reason that Kozue was trying to save that nest is because they were going to cut down the tree that that nest was in and Kozue oh. wanted to save the birds that's the thing about Kozway. She's usually so cool, but every once in a while she acts weird. Look at her little smile. Yeah, uh, Mickey asks her to change the way that she is on his back, and she says, no, it's more comfortable for me this way. And they're talking about how he was worried about her, and she says, "Oh, you were worried about me? And he says, move. And now they're inside, <laughs> and... Uh, Codesway says, now that we have them, now that we have your little friends home, what do we, or no, somebody else calls the birds her little friends and says, now that they're home, what do we do with them? And 
Choo Choo was in the box and he seems to be inflated and floating around. Anthe correctly identifies the birds as chickens and is giving Mickey advice on how to take care of the chickens. Why were there chickens in the tree? Utana, who knows? Utana whispers to Choo Choo that that was unusually forward for Anthe. I'm assuming that she used her crazy witch magic to identify said chickens. Nah, she just likes animals. Kozue says, now that we've brought you all this way, the sweet little sister will disappear. Enjoy yourselves. And then she starts to walk away. She says, is this letter from that person? And Miki reveals that the letter is from their mom and tells her to read it. See, my whole question through this is, is she ever going to put pants on? Yeah, Kozue's just been walking around in what appears to be underwear this entire time. Like, I like guess not even like short, short shorts, just underwear. I mean, maybe they're like really short shorts. Like it's like her gym uniform, I guess. I don't know. But it looks too fancy to be a gym uniform. Kozue throws away the letter and Utena's like, what the fuck? And Utena and Anthe are walking outside the house and they realize that they're next to what is probably the sunlit garden where Kozue and Mickey used to play piano together. It's the title of the song. It is the title of the song. And it almost definitely is. Look at the, look at the um, We know chairs. that it's this because of the flashbacks that we got to see. It's not really much of a garden. It's more like a field. Well, it's kind of run down now. It probably used to have more plants in it. Anthe said that it's gone to seed. I love when Utena looks off broodingly. Akio and Anthe are talking in Akio's office. And he, like, grabs her and pulls her over to him. And they're talking about... Talking about Utena? I wasn't sure on the context. But then a teacup got broken and Utena shows up and is like, Akio, you in here? And Akio is like, hey, what's up? And Anthe's picking up the broken teacup pieces. And Utena says, am I interrupting Uh, some private brother-sister thing? Which made uh, me want to gag. And uh, Akio said, no, I consider the three of us to be family. Which is not creepy at all. I love this little weird ritualistic way that they like lay down in the show. How much do you think they practice? doing that. <laughs> Anthe apologizes for Akio insinuating that they were family because she didn't really ask Utena how she felt about that and Utena says that she's just thankful to have a family because she's never really had a, had a family. Akio seems so tolerant about everything and Anthe says yeah he is like that and she uh. says that Akio is more like a father to her which makes this even worse. Yeah. Anthony insinuates that fathers only care about their children because they're genetically related to them. And then we cut to the student council, and there's a bunch of chairs, and they're not just sitting in the regular chairs. And they're talking about Toga's behavior, and Naname is in a massage chair. <laughs> and she hears somebody say Toga's name, and she goes, What about my brother? Of course, she's a massage chair. She probably dragged it all the way, had her little minion drag it all the way up. Oh, definitely. She definitely had Mitsuru bring that thing up there. They are talking about how they no longer trust End of the World. And we see Mickey's stopwatch. 
doesn't press it, but we see it. Mickey says, if dueling means that I'm being controlled by some adult, I'm not going to do it. And Jury says, end of the world's true identity remains a mystery. Oh my gosh, that thing is like pummeling her. Naname says, he may be a nice daddy long legs for all we know. And I feel like that might have a different, I feel like that might have a different connotation in Japanese or something from the way that they say it. I don't know. Somebody else says it again in this episode. It's very weird. I'm not sure either, because I'm thinking the spider. Yeah, I was thinking about the spider, too. That might be an idiom based on some old folk tale or something. Yeah, okay. Uh, what's about to happen is a little quick, but Miki is on the phone with uh, his and Kozue's dad, and it appears to insinuate that their dad is getting remarried, and because Miki says that he's sorry that they're going to have to miss the wedding. And did you catch quickly the person that touched Mickey's dad's shoulder? Um, no, I didn't actually. It was, it was okay. Quick. We're gonna unpause and then just pay very close attention to the person that it is insinuating that Mickey's dad is going to marry. Or wait, what's your timestamp? Oh my god! Wait, hold on. No, did you unpause it? Uh, I just wait. I just scroll. I was scrolling back. Okay, what's your timestamp? Nine twenty-eight. Okay, I was at nine thirty. So get to 9.30 and then pretend to be surprised again. You- I, 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 what? Shh, shh, pretend to be surprised again. I'm going to cut this out. Acting, I am surprised. Acting, Alice, acting. Okay, we're about to start again. Yeah, Mickey says, uh, never mind about our new mother. And then standing behind Mickey's dad oh. is Anthony. What, what the hell? With her hand on his shoulder. And what then we the cut away hell? from that, and we do not talk about that for the rest of this episode. What the hell? Mickey is sadly playing piano. Guess what song he's playing. What the hell? I know, right? And we don't talk about that for the rest of this episode. I forgot Please about that entirely. Please we address that. At some point, we have to address that. I don't, don't remember because I forgot about that entirely. Kozue and Naname are talking, and she... Naname says, I thought you were hurt. And Kozue says, wild animals like me heal quick. And Naname says, only student council members are allowed to be out here this late. And Kozue says that she's waiting for her daddy long legs, which is why I thought that was a weird phrase. And she says, want me to introduce you to him? And then we see her walking over to definitely Akio. I mean, okay, I'm, I'm hoping that it's like a reference or something, because otherwise his name is literally Daddy Longlegs, and that, that that is disturbing. I mean, he does have long legs, but like everyone does. Yeah, they thing. all have long legs. That doesn't mean anything. I will, after this episode, look up and see if that's like a thing. But anyway, yeah, so Kozue's about to go fuck Akio, I guess. And Toga shows up in Mickey's piano room that he's been playing in, and he says, I've heard you've given up being a duelist, but you've already chosen the path of the duelist once. You know there are things which you only you can only possess by taking them, don't you? Ooh. Mickey looks down at this duck toy that Toga put by his feet, and Mickey says to Toga that Jury says he's been acting suspicious lately, and they are sitting very close on that tiny piano chair. Toga plays a note on the piano and says, It is a beautiful tone, but beauty alone cannot preserve forever. 
Toga says that there's somebody he wants Miki to meet and some music starts playing. Toga says if your soul has not truly given up, then you can hear the sound that races through the end of the world. And we see Akio's car and it's about to show up in the music room inexplicably. Heard it. Miki says he hears the sound. What is it? And then Toga does his whipping around and his sure, shirt flowing in the wind. <laughs> Which looks a lot less impressive when the light stops and it's just him like standing in front of Mickey awkwardly with with a disappeared uh, bench. I know, right? So now Akio, Kozue, and Mickey are all in Akio's car, and Mickey says he's the chairman, isn't he? And Kozue says yes, and he's also Anthony Hamemia's brother. And Mickey <laughs> asks her what she's doing there, and she says that she's on a date with Akio, of course. Mickey asks, well, what do you want with me, Mr. Chairman? Kozue says, you love Anthony, don't you? And Mickey's like, no. And Kozue says, if she's important to you, make her yours. Akio says he'll help you. Kozue leans her chair back. Mickey says, I thought you hated Anthony. And she says, I just want you to be happy, Mickey. Kozue says she's always completely honest with her feelings. She never lies. That's not true. She says, Akio says it's for your own good. And Mickey says, but he's an adult. And Kozue says, when everything around you is impure, you have to become impure as well. You only get what you, the only way to get what you want is to lose your purity. And she takes her tie from her uniform and she throws it behind her and it hits Mickey in the face. And we see briefly that Mickey is driving the car and Anthony is in the car with him. Lying back in this weird, seductive Anthony way. Yeah. He looks very uncomfortable. Yeah. Mickey says to Akio that you were the one who got Seonji to duel again. You seduced Toga. You've been doing this the whole time. Who are you? And he says to Mickey, I reveal the end of the world. And Mickey says, I see, then you're... And then Akio starts to speed up the car, and Kozue is laying back very weirdly, seductively. And Akio does his signature, jump onto the hood of the car with his shirt flying in the wind, as is his mullet. As is the way he dies. Now, Kozue and Mickey are putting up a birdhouse for that nest of birds. And they are approached by Utena, who's like, hey, you're making a nest box? I wonder if their parents will come back. And then both Kozue and Mickey stare at her like zombie people. And Mickey hands her a blue rose and says, meet me after school in the dueling arena. And Utena is heartbroken. And we get our Aiko and Biko skit again. And- there's a UFO in this one again, too. Crash landing. Yeah, like, look at her. Look at the way she, like, I don't know, like, dealt with that. Like, cause usually the other times that he's challenged her, like, it's been a thing, like, where he's just really distressed about it. Yeah. And this time he's just, like, chill. He challenges her like the other ones, too. He was, it's like, like he's totally super person. calm. I really, gosh, I really hope that he goes back to normal after he inevitably loses this. Because, like, I'm not going to be happy if we never get old-style Mickey back. Well, we've got our new sequence to the dueling arena, the Absolute Destiny Apocalypse. And our really, really awesome new uh, sequence. I love this new sequence. It's so cool. Yeah, I do too. Like, it's just, like, 
it's weird, but it it's I didn't think it could be less straightforward than the original, which was just Utena walking up a bunch of stairs really determined. But yeah, like this cool like her just like rising on the gondola is just very like powerful. Was what did Auntie do the naked and then have a dress thing last time cuz I yes. just noticed that. Okay, I just noticed that just now. It's really quick, so you could have been looking away at that second and have, like, just entirely missed it. I really like this part where there's, like, the, like, plants growing up slowly, like, through Anthe's old uniform. And I like yeah, it's, it's the, like a passage of time, I guess. Yeah, and I like the new way that Utena's uniform gets put on because Anthe's putting it on for her, kind of. And they're surrounded by cherry blossoms. Because, of course, they are. And then, of course, the car. Like, what really gets me is... Oh, wait a minute. Did you see that? Which part? Kozoe having a blue anti Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen the pictures of uh, Kozoe in the bride dress before. And I actually... I hate how much weird. I love it. That's just weird. Like, it, it, it's... It, it, like, not just because the whole brother's thing. It's just, it's just creepy because it's so, like, blue and red. It's almost like the opposite. Yeah, and I, I don't know, like, I just love how, like, soft the colors are, and I like that we get to see the sequence of her taking the sword out of Miki. By the way, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but in the beginning, it used to be Utena would say, grant me the power to bring the world revolution, and now it's the both of them saying, grant us the power to bring the world revolution. No, I had noticed that, actually. And also, I believe earlier in the sequence, Anthe refers to the sword as the Rose of Nobility, which means that it's not the Sword of Dios anymore. Maybe. Wait, I thought that it was... I thought the whole point was that... No, because that's right, it was dispelled. Yeah, remember in the last episode, uh, it dispelled, and Utena's like, Mickey, I thought we were friends now. And then Mickey's like, nah, I'ma fuck you up. Today I'll make no, the like, Rose No, like, he doesn't even call it. He just says, my sword will defeat yours, which... He's, it's like he's basically not talking to her. Yeah, I know. I just wanted to paraphrase. Yeah, I know. Because we're about to get to, like, the most interesting part of the episode. Look who's in that car. Oh, they're both in there. Anthe's in that car. She's not driving, though. No, the car's just going around, but Anthe and Kozaway are both in the car. And Kozaway says, they say those who are engaged to you have the access to uh, tremendous power. What kind of amazing power? And Mickey's like, Kozaway, what are you doing? And Kozaway says, show me that power. And she starts to lower into Anthe's seat. And she well, says, cool. pay attention, Mickey. And then that's they... Interesting. Yeah, it is implied that they do something in that car, and I did oh, not remember that at all, and that blew my mind. I was like, holy shit, how did the show get gayer? Uh, Dios comes down to grant Utena the power of revolution and what have you, and she wins, oh. and... Oh, it's like a car wreck. It's like a car wreck. Mickey is splayed out on the ground, and Kozway is falling out of the door. And Utena's like, I wonder why Mickey suddenly wanted to duel me. And then Anthe's like, who knows? And Kozway and Mickey pass each other while Mickey's putting up the birdhouse. And he's like, what's with you? And then Kozway yells, coward, and what's walks that all off. About? And then I'm to so be continued. Baffled. And you have to go, don't you? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I will do the sign outs for us and you can go ahead and disconnect. 
Uh, so okay, you can before get I go, to... I did find out what day long legs are. Oh, yes, please enlighten me. Okay, it is a, it is a 1990 Japanese anime based on a novel, Day Long Legs, been written by Gene Webster, which is about a girl who is sent to a, like, an orphan that named Judy Abbott sent to a high school that's like a boarding school. Mm-hmm. And with a mysterious benefactor, she's only seen his shadow once. His hmm. name is John, like, she only knows him as John Smith, and the only thing she knows about him is the shadow she saw had really long legs. So it's, she's a little kid, and she thinks of him as Day Long Legs. Huh. Well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, see, I knew it was a reference. Because he's the shadowy benefactor, quote-unquote. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, well, I'm going to let you go so I can do our sign-off, and I will see you next week, my beloved co-host. All right, I'll see you then. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, I hate to, sorry we had to cut that short, but if you want to talk to us on Twitter, you can do that at UtanaCast. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Empandanata. If you want to follow Alice on Twitter, you can do that at LiarWolf. I'm not going to spell it, but she normally does. So if you don't know how to spell it, go back to a previous episode. You should be listening to those anyway. If you want to follow us on Tumblr, you can do that at ImagineMeAndUtana.tumblr.com. And if you you want to email us you can do that at imagine me and utina at gmail.com revolutionize the world everybody mm-hmm.